welcome to episode 13 of the SJS podcast. Perfect. Uh, and who's here with us today, Mariella? Our head teacher, Mr. Rushton. Newly appointed head teacher, permanent place. Good morning. And who else have we got? Finley. Hello. <laughs> so we've got. <laughs> Long delay. Yeah, we've got our regular co hosts, myself. Finley and Mariella, and obviously Mrs. Rushton, and we're going to just have a little chat today about what's been happening and how we have now got our permanent head sorted, and it's Mrs. Rushton who has been acting as our acting head teacher for the last almost two years. New record. Yes, new record. Um, We always start out with a few questions. We have three that we ask to every guest, so I'll let you fire away. Uh, what was your best moment in school? My best moment in school uh, as a pupil, it's a long, long time ago, so I'm going to have to think. When I was in junior school, I was in year six and I was the team captain, the team sports captain. And then I played in lots of the sporting teams, so I was really proud to be the team captain for the whole team. And I won the award for the sporting things at junior school. So I think that was really, really, I was really proud of that. Have you won as a teacher? Oh, as a teacher, what's most proud? I just think I'm really proud when the children get on with the work, when children are happy and when they're working hard and they achieve something and suddenly when if they're learning to read or something and something just clicks and you see that they've got something that just makes me really proud. Um, name a teacher that inspired you the most. Teacher that inspired me the most. There was a teacher when I was at um, junior school called Mr McGorrigan and he was quite strict but he really made me learn my times tables and we used to have to stand up and say our times tables and if we were wrong we'd have to stand on a chair it was quite humiliating but it did make me really think and it made me really like maths and i think that sort of helped me get good at maths because i was a bit scared that i was going to get into trouble (laughs) if i didn't so i don't know whether that's quite inspiring me but it did make me work hard and make me want to do well yeah, that's good because we have talked about how inspiration and how you can be inspired in different ways. So that is quite interesting, yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts and opinions about the school? Well, I think you know what I think about the school. I think that we have the best school. I think I like everyone to be happy and to achieve and do well. I think we've got a wonderful school. I think we've got brilliant staff. Everyone works so hard. Everyone gets on well together. I think we're a really good team. I think we've got the best children who work hard. And I just think we have loads of experiences to offer for the children that possibly you may not always get. Like yesterday, we were out at Young Voices and we went to the arena at Manchester where everyone was singing and dancing and having loads of fun but lots of children hadn't even been to Manchester before or been to a concert or anything so it's just offering offering lots and lots of experiences that you may not necessarily get in in your own life. 
I mean, you 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 were just saying about the arena, and I was saying I've I've never even been to like a music arena for anything before. So the fact that some of these got to do it is brilliant. It, I think it's really interesting. Yeah, it's a fantastic opportunity, and we just keep we like to give you lots of different opportunities. Like when you went to Braithay not so long ago, that was something new, and that would be something new for all of you. So using like our local area as well, and then travelling a little bit further so that you can see cities and things. So we came up with and thought about some um, questions and Mariella and Finley have some for you so do you want to fire away with some questions you thought about having had the news that you are now and have been made our new permanent head teacher. Off you go, you, you too. Uh, how did you feel when it was announced that you were permanent head teacher? I was very proud, but I was also really, really relieved because I just kept thinking if it wasn't me, what was I going to do and who was going to look out for you and do all the things that I wanted to do because it, would have been, it wouldn't have been my choice. So I think it was a mixture of being proud, being happy, but most of all being relieved that I'd actually been appointed and that it's now my permanent job. What responsibilities do you have as head teacher? Oh, well, I've got to be accountable for the whole school. I've got to manage all the staff and all the pupils. I've got to look after the budget. I've got to think about the progress that you're making. I've got to ensure that the teaching's good in the school. And most importantly, I've got to make sure that you are all safe and secure in our learning environment. How did you think your interview would go? Well, I didn't think it would go how I expected because you all know that as I arrived at my first interview, it got postponed and I was all hyped up and ready to go mm. and thinking, oh, I'm going to find out very soon. So then it had to be delayed for two weeks. And then it was such a busy day on my interview day because it was Saturday and we'd had two maths papers before I headed down to do my interview. And I was obviously really nervous because even teachers and head teachers get nervous when they're doing something that you are a little bit out of your comfort zone. But I was really pleased because in the end it went really well. Yeah. Uh, did you ever think you'd become head teacher when you started working at St James? I never ever thought about being a head teacher. I never thought that I would be head teacher. I was really, really happy being assistant head teacher I loved being in the classroom I loved working with the children and teaching lots of different things and obviously I was in year six for quite a few years and I thought that's where I'd probably end my career and then when Miss Rawlinson suddenly left I kind of had to make that decision did I want to go and try and help and step in and do you know what I didn't really want anyone else to step in and do it so that's why I thought oh I'll give it a go so really the acting part was a good practice for me because it gave me a little bit of time to work out whether it was what I wanted to do. And then once I'd been doing it for all that time, I thought I didn't want to do anything else. I just wanted to be your permanent head teacher. I was going to say, with me having been here a few years as well, and obviously we'd known each other a few years before you've now become the head, your perception from mine and I think other members of staff's point of view was the same because you'd kind of been saying how you were happy with your role and you were you were part of the senior leadership team but obviously taking that step into headship 
for me, obviously, I'm on the other side, just uh, just as a class teacher, it does seem like a daunting task and, and very different. So the way that it did happen, it's it's maybe been a good push. I think it's something that you maybe might not have done. Yeah, I think it enjoying. definitely was. And it just shows that sometimes you've got to push yourself and do things that you maybe might have thought that you couldn't do and just have a go at it. And once you've tried, you can think, yeah, I can do that. And I really like it because now I get to work with the whole school and everybody, all the staff and all the pupils, instead of just having one class of my own. And it has made me, um, in my career, think about where my career is going and whether I have dismissed doing things like that before. So it has got me and probably other members of staff thinking about that as well, which is always a good thing. What's, what's the next question? Uh, did you have any other jobs before working at St James's? I did. When I first left school, I went and worked in BAE as an apprentice. I was an electrical draftswoman, so I did an apprenticeship there and I decided that it wasn't really for me, it wasn't what I wanted to do. And so after my apprenticeship, I decided that I really wanted to go teaching. So I left and I went to university. But I've also had lots of little jobs. I've worked in a care home. I've delivered flowers for a flower shop. I've delivered bread. I've made sandwiches. And my very first job was at a co-op when I was at school. And I worked evenings at a co-op. So all those jobs I did while I was a student or while I was at school, all the other jobs. Can you remember what your qualification was that you ended up with after your apprenticeship? Yeah, I've got a HNC, an ONC and a HNC, which is a Higher National Certificate in Electrical and Electronic Engineering. There we go. That's quite cool. I think the rest of the questions are just sort of been answered. Have they? Okay. So, I've got a few questions for you. Uh, good questions, by the way, you two. That was good. And again, remember, if Mrs. Rushton mentions anything, you think that's interesting or you want to delve further, ask a follow-up question, okay? Because that's something I'm challenging you to do, isn't it, Finlay? All right. So, just briefly, have you got any immediate or long-term goals or aims for the future that you want to do with the school? With the school? Obviously, I'm trying to raise pupil numbers. And in September, we've got 42 Year three starting at the school, which will be our biggest year group. So we're going to have two classes of year threes. So it would be really nice if we could continue building up with building the year threes up. Obviously, outside we've got our nice reflection area that's, that's taken shape. So I want to carry on with that. I have in the back of my mind, I want to see if at some point we could maybe get a minibus for school. Um, that would make things much easier for when we're going to sporting events. We're going swimming or for treat afternoons we could just whiz you off to the beach mm. or somewhere so that's something that i'd really like to do but of course what i want to do is make you all happy i want to make it really safe here and i want to introduce lots of things so that you feel safe and secure and obviously your progress catching up on all that lost learning from covid so that's something that we're working hard on as well but while we've got lots of fun opportunities mm. When you found out that you had been made the head, did you celebrate and how? Hopefully I did. didn't. I did celebrate. I didn't celebrate straight away because it was the middle of the week and it was the middle of Sats week as well. But um, we had a little celebration with the teachers in school last Friday and we went for a, for a night out last Friday with everybody in school. So that was fun to celebrate. 
And did you celebrate at home with family? Did you um, get a takeaway or anything? We didn't because it was because it was the middle of the week. Yeah. We'd originally sort of thought my interview was going to be before that, so we didn't get round yeah. to doing anything. Mm. Oh, but no. we we like we're say, still waiting. Yeah, yeah. But like I say, we did have a nice celebration as, as staff, did didn't we? Nice which is good. And I think again, it meant quite a lot because Mrs. Rushton has worked here, and a lot of the staff knew her. It, in some schools, it might be a brand new head teacher comes in who is uh, isn't affiliated or doesn't know any of the staff. But in this situation, it was quite different because a lot of people were very happy and had like an invest investment in Mrs. Rushton, her personality, and they'd worked with her for a long time. So I think that was really good that we did celebrate because it's happy to see someone from our own staffing uh, and our culture who has then been promoted and been given an, an opportunity. Um, what's your proudest change you've made to school in your acting headship that you think you can think of that you think is good or you're proud of? I think I'm really proud of the school environment and how we've changed it into a nice, colourful, vibrant environment. We've got a lovely library that we've worked on. We've got the sensory room. Now got the serious room. So it's just really the, the nice- You've got an amazing podcast. Yeah, oh yeah, don't forget the amazing <laughs> podcast. But it's just a nice environment to come into school with, nice and relaxed so that you can work hard and make really good progress. Mariella and Finlay, question for you. You might not be able to think off the top of your head. Are there any changes that you've seen in school in the last couple of years? The gym equipment. Go on the gym equipment yeah what do you mean to tell us about that <laughs> oh um there was like there's like the the yellow gym equipment that's been added because some people might not want to like run around and like play games with other people they might just want to do so like they might just want to have fun on the gym equipment doing some exercise yeah so the, that's out in the playground so that's something that we've uh, added and Mrs. Rushton's uh, managed to get sorted. So that's cool, yeah, that's good. Is there anything else that you like that's changed or that you've seen, noticed? Um. Like I said, tough to put you on the spot, just seeing if you could, because that was a good one. I didn't mm. think, I hadn't even thought about that, but yeah, that's that's cool. You were playing with one that I think you liked today at break time, Mariella. Yeah, the screen. Yeah, the outdoor screen. Tell us a bit about that. What can you do on there? So, there are... Um, Three, when it's like just normal and no one's used it yet, there's like three buttons. There's the school information, parent information, and then the kids, um, like, games. And on there you can, there's like different types of things. There's like healthy eating, mindfulness, active games, and then I don't remember the other one there. Yeah, that's um, good. No, that's brilliant. And you enjoyed that. You were playing with Riley and Hannah, was it today? Uh... Eliza. Eliza, yeah, Riley and Eliza. And you were all having good fun. And I think someone else was playing with that before you played with it as well. So I think every single time I've been out, we've had children playing with both the gym equipment and the new device that we've got out there. So that's good. Um, how do you feel now? Well, at the moment, now I'm in this role. Yeah. Now I'm in this role, it's, quite, it's still quite scary because it is a new role. Because I feel now that I'm actually permanent head, everything sort of rests at me. I haven't got any excuse of I'm just acting head anymore. So we've got to make sure that we get everything right so that our learning is the best that it can be so that we have a really high quality of education. And it's really up to me to sort of keep a check on all that and make sure that our standards are really high. 
so it's quite it's quite scary mm. again this is quite a new role for you and something like we feel stuff you've obviously um you're learning all the time and you've done a really good job what's do you think has been your biggest learning curve or the thing that you've learned from the most or about maybe the most i think it's that I am capable, I'm a lot stronger than I think and that I am capable to make these decisions and that I, I can trust myself to make those decisions because I, I remember when I was first in the role and somebody asked me something and I thought, oh, I'll go and find somebody to ask and then I thought, oh no, I've got to make that yeah. decision. So it's making all these decisions. Obviously, I've got a team around me and they can advise me and I've got other people I can go to. But it's really that strength and courage to do things and like go out on a limb and think, yes, we're going to do this. We're going to make these changes and it is for the best. But obviously, I do work with my team and all the staff and, I, and obviously as the children and parents as well. But it's just that ultimately that decision lies with me, which is quite frightening. But I've learned that I can do it and that I do have the strength mm. and courage to be able to do it. Yeah, I think, uh, again, as a member of staff, that we've seen a bit of a change in you there where you, you obviously adapt into that role and you are becoming that leader and showing more of that leadership skills, which you obviously have, and it's just learning that it's a different role to being a teacher. Yeah, very you different. Know, um, and like you say, if you, you realise you are the person, that's why we've come to you to ask <laughs> you, and you're the one who's giving us the answers now. I have to look um, round and there's nobody else to ask. Yeah. I'm going to have to make that decision. Um, you were obviously here for how many years was it? Twenty. Is it, this is my twenty-third year. Is it twenty-third? Yeah. Yeah. So twenty-three years, and twenty-one of the year, twenty twenty-one of the years, you were here as a teacher and also as assistant head. How long were you teaching? How long were you then assistant head for? Um, could, could you talk us through your journey from the start and? Yeah. What so you did? when I started, I started as my subject lead, and I think I was teaching in a year four class. And then I, I think I did two years in year four and then went into a year six class. I then had my first daughter, who's now 19. So I was off a little bit for maternity leave and then I came back full time and went into year three. And I think I was in year three for two years and I had my second daughter. So I went off on maternity leave again. And then when I came back then, I came back part-time, so I only used to work in the mornings and a couple of afternoons, which was really quite nice. And then for a while I worked for three days a week, and I worked in all different classes. Well, I worked in three, four and five then. And then, I can't remember how many years ago I came back full-time, but it was when my eldest daughter was going into year six. So then, since then, I've been back full-time and that's, I think, when I ended up in year six. <laughs> so I was probably in year six for about nine years, something like that, nine or ten years. And I think for about seven of those years, I've been assistant head as well. Mm. So it's quite a journey. So I've taught every single year group. And I've even taught infants because before I came to this school, I worked in a little village school. So I had a mixed age group class, so I worked in year two, three class and a year three, four class. So I've taught just about all age groups, apart from reception in year one. Nice. So within the 23 years, quick one, see if you can work it out, how 
many different teachers do you think you've worked with here? How many different teachers? Not really, like, I'd say at least, probably another 20 to the ones that are here now, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Which actually isn't a massive it's amount. It's not a massive amount. I've mean, been here, but I, I know before I came, there were a lot of staff who have stayed, and we have still got a lot of staff who have been here for a lot of years, Yeah. which is good, and it shows good stability. Yeah. Um, which I feel is quite good and, and needed in at the area where we work. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people come to St James and they like working here and they like working with the children mm. here. It's such a lovely school and a lovely community. So I think people, once they get here, they like to stay here. Brilliant. Okay. Have you got, got or thought of any other extra questions you wanted to ask at all? Don't think so. No? You're okay? Okay. Uh, just to finish off then. I thought I'd ask you some quick fire questions so oh. you could just uh, give us some quick fire <laughs> answers. Nothing too um, difficult at all. Okay, are you ready, Mrs. Rushton? I am ready. Just answers as fast as you can. It's only a few, don't worry. What is your favourite food? Salmon. Favourite colour? Purple. Favourite number? Seven. Favourite subject? Maths. Thought so. And favourite meal, if you were going out or you could have a special meal, what would you have? I would probably have salmon or chicken fajitas. Okay. And last question, if you could get tickets to go to any sporting event or occasion, where would you go? I'd like to go to see the athletics at the Olympics. Any specific event? Some running events. Long distance or short? Probably short distance, even though I like long distance. Yeah. A bit more thrilling to watch, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you very much. That was episode 13 of the SGS podcast. Thank you to uh, Mariella and Finley, my co-hosts. Hopefully we'll be back again before the end of the uh, term. We've had a very busy half term this term and we've just struggled and been struggling to find time to actually managed to make episodes. Thank you, Mrs. Rushton, for coming on. Thank you for having me. Anything you want to say, Finley or Mariella? To the listeners. Not want them to tune in or listen listen out or... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if, we, if they didn't. <laughs> okay, thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.